All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast 142. We are your hosts, Phil and Darren. How you doing, man? I am doing well. Uh, as you know, I just got back from my birthday trip to Yosemite, uh, one of my favorite places to go in the world. Um, so I had a great time. It was your birthday, my birthday. Birthdays are over. May May is a good good month. I'm just saying. May is, May is a great month. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I had a good trip. I'm happy to be back. We are diving right back in. Boy, getting back to work, it was like uh, crazy today with the tournament and with everything else. We'll be talking about the things that uh, we've been working on here in a few minutes. And speaking, today is June 1st, 2016. And I just want, I just want to toss this out there, too. Um, we've had a few people, not many, but like, hey, you know, you missed two weeks of podcasts in a row. You know, you guys were doing so good, you know, every week. Uh, keep in mind, guys. At least this is how I feel, and I know I've talked to you, Darren. If we don't feel like there's a a relevant topic or something that we're really passionate or you know or anything about, or or maybe something comes up, we're not going to do a podcast. We don't want to force ourselves to do one just to do one. And I feel like uh, you know that's just important. I just want to get that out there for uh, for maybe someone out there is like, oh man, it's like three weeks, dude. What's up? Um, and also last week I wasn't able to do a podcast. Uh, I left like it. Two. I had to get up at two in the morning on Wednesday last. Anyways, um, but anyways, yeah, I had to trip we'll call out it a, to. We'll call it a birthday month. Yeah, yeah, it was that, a birthday. Birthday. No, but honestly, I mean, you're, you're right. We don't want to force them. Uh, every single week, we talk about what the you know potential topics are, or whatever. In fact, today we were actually having a little bit of a hard time uh, coming up with topics. That's why we're doing uh, kind of a community questions type episode. But. Starting next week, we have some uh, guests lined up and some topics that will be lining up and allowing us to do more topic-oriented podcasts. So whatever. Let's just have some fun with it today. We'll be re- relaxed, kick back, and uh, chat with you guys. So I, I want to toss this out there. We, we, you know, we, we've had Community Warfare 3 for a while now. We've had the Kodiak, which I think is a fun topic to, uh, to dive into, and... Speaking of the Kodiak, I'm I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, you, you brought up something that was interesting. G-Man wrote an article. He he does you know the the new mechs come out. He does his like, hey, these are the builds that I'm doing, and he had an interesting um, sort of mindset of it. And I know you asked me about this, but it's the whole, you know. And he said this a few times, even with clans way back in the bay, uh, way back in the day, which was, um, does it cross over into pay to win, and I think that's actually a very relevant topic because obviously free to play, we've had world of tanks mean you've talked about, um, you know, pay to win gold rounds forever. And you asked me what he meant by that, you know, where it's sort of borderline. And I think where he's coming from. And for those that don't know, uh, when the clans were first announced um, and if you bought them at the very beginning of the launch, how superior they were at the time to the inner sphere mechs, uh, especially heavies and assaults that a lot of people looked at it as yes, those will be released at X time for in-game, uh, you know, currency. But until then, uh, you know, you're potentially going to be going up against, you know, stronger mechs. Now, how do you feel about that? Like here we have the Kodiak that comes out and right now it is ridiculous. You can do quad UAC tens. You can do that on the Direwolf. But why is the Kodiak better? Higher higher mounts. The Kodiak also has agility quirks and survivability quirks. Um, you can 
boat more with the direwolf as far as you act fives or twos or lbs or whatever but they're all lower mounted uh, you can do quad goss effectively actually sort of stupid even though it's gimmicky on the kodiak uh, you can't do it as well on the direwolf because the direwolf doesn't have into pharaoh and it also has an xl engine where you have to run a standard on the kodiak but that's fine so looking at this in general what are your thoughts on the whole It'll eventually be out for free, but until then, this particular mech, or let's just say in practicality, a mech or a series of mechs may be superior than other things that are out there. Well, first of all, thank you, Opie, for making the question official. You said, how do you guys feel about the Kodiak? So thank you. Uh, appreciate that, Opie. And also, Lathomir, uh, Subhype, six months in a row. Lathomir, thank you for the support. Uh, yeah, we did talk about that. Um I didn't, that's why I asked you. I mean, I, obviously I understand what pay to win means and I understand, uh, you know, a, a paywall or a pay barrier or whatever. Um, my feeling about it is you're paying to be an early adopter. And the only way that it would be pay to win is if it meant something other than that for X amount of months, two, three months, you're running around in a mech that, you, what are you doing here? Are you being a Kodiak? 21 months that are wrong. 21 months, oh my goodness. That is, that is... That's blackjack. That's is what it is. that's a long months. time. You win, Phoenix Gray. Phoenix just tra- hype. Thank you did- for the support, Phoenix Gray. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so basically, that's how I feel. I feel like it's pay to be an early adopter. Uh, you're not winning any contests because of it. The most of the player run leagues they police themselves as far as they don't allow uh, mechs like that okay. in game until that it's available. You know, until it's available for everyone. So, but what I've about what about regular Joe adopted. Schmo who's dropping solar group queue? And obviously, when a mech comes out, everyone takes it right. Uh, but what about the those old, guys? Is is that a valid criticism of the? Unless uh, Team A or Team B is allowed to have Kodiaks, and the other team, the opposite team, is not allowed to have them, then again, I don't feel like it's an issue. There's going to be people on both sides that have them. Okay, so you're saying just because of the randomness of solo and group and just how it works, you know, the the it'll just sort of blend in to the general. Pretty thing. much, yeah. And you know, one one point you did make there that I think is sort of pertinent is a, a lot of the actual player run leagues. If it's not out for C bills, you're not allowed to use it. And I know some people didn't don't know this, but for the tournament, the world tournament, um, all mechs are on there. You can buy and have any mechs, so there's no paywall behind. Like, let's just say, back in the day, the Dragon Slayer used to be like Top Dog, the Oxide, or whatever. Right now, um, so it's one of those things where you don't have to worry about that. So, I, I, I guess another question is like, what do they do? Like, um, you know, what are your guys' opinions out there on this? I mean, here you have a mech that, on paper, was gonna be really good. And it comes out, and some of them do have quirks, and I know a lot of people are a little uh, surprised, I think, uh, sort of, uh, of like, oh my god, are you serious? Like, why does it have quirks? It's going to be like the best mech ever. Um, but there is just a select few variants that are just really, really good. But what, what, I guess this is more of a question internally. I don't necessarily have the answer right on top of my head, but looking at how we have chassis and, and you know chassis creep as we've sort of coined it over the, the the years is a new mech may come out and it may because of hard points location physical geometry the tonnage the equipment that that it's allowed to have it may just be straight up better than an equal 
chassis. And I, and I guess that's sort of a question I'm proposing to myself to sort of think about. And you guys out there is, is how is that handled as we move? Because we have how many variants, 300 plus variants, and it's, it, it's only going to get more and more and more. So do you just buff the other ones and then it just creates power creep like we have? Yeah. I don't, I don't have an answer on that one. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's something that you and I know is being discussed every day behind the scenes in one way or another, um, you know, moving forward six months from now, a year, two years, whatever. I don't know. I mean, it's it's obviously not a, an easy answer. Um, power creep and, and, and all that. I mean, I understand the Kodiak 3 is pretty serious beast, but uh, I don't know. I guess we'd have to see the stats, know the stats more, what people are using, what people aren't using. Um, but no doubt about it, it is a powerful mech, and a lot of people feel that it is OP. I'm not, I can't be the uh, judge of that though myself. I would say, in the current state, it is the best assault in the game. Now, what I, I'm not going to say it's the best mech in the game because it depends on the pilot, depends on the circumstances, but in the right hands, the thing is just straight up lethal. Um, the speed really helps it. I mean, <laughs> the mask is amazing on the spirit bearer. Who doesn't want to go 90 KPH? Um, but what you're seeing is pretty much the UAC 10, uh, you know, uh, that the, quad the UAC, three. And then you're running what you're running dual gauss and two UACs or something. Dual. Yeah. And dual gauss, two UAC 10s and then two flamers. So when someone, you know, which actually have been very effective of late. I know. I'm seeing people actually being effective two, with flamers. Isn't it, beca- that weird? Because a black knight what? or a grass, something with a laser bomb will come out It'll alpha and you just just hold it onto them, shut them down, like unless they just overheat themselves. Which, anyways, but um, I I just feel like that's a bigger topic in general. Is the you know uh, I think it's Bitcoin power creep, if you will, but chassis creep. Um, you know, do they have to tone back quirks on the Kodiak? And I think that's just sort of is a bigger question. Um, in general, I would love to see a, a just you know a, a community tournament of hundred tonners. Um, what, what's the video that we have that has that uh, one scene with the Atlas and the Direwolf doing the kind of they're circling each other? The cartoon. Oh, the, the, uh, Sir Dub Dub. Uh, uh, Sir Dub Dub. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just love the the face off between the 100 tonners. It would be cool to see some really good players playing in the Atlas and the Kodiak and the Direwolf and just see kind of, you know, in general what, what tends to come up to the top if it's going to be the kodiak every time uh without a doubt i mean obviously that's not a perfect uh measure for what's op and what's not but i'd still it'd be fun to watch well but anyway i yeah. I, I think what you just asked though is when you look at it as a hundred tonner to a hundred tonner what you know what does the atlas do better than the king crab what does the yeah. direwolf do better than the, the kodiak right and, and you got to look at you know, um, the Kodiak, in my opinion, is sort of like the Atlas, where it has a more of a vertical profile. It's faster, obviously. It's able to, you know, shield left and right. Um, but the difference between the Atlas and, and it is it can pack a hell of a lot more firepower. And not only that, it can pack a hell of a lot more medium to long range firepower, let alone close range as well. So, uh, yes, the Atlas technically has a ton of structure. So does King that make it up? too, is co- of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so anyways, Kodiak, definitely, I would say the Kodiak 3 is OP right now. Uh, some of the other ones are borderline, and I think the clause here is it's always in, in whose hands. Uh, watching Proton, was it last week before I left, Proton was streaming, and he was running the 3 with dual gas, 
dual UAC-5s, and two ERPPCs. I'm going to say that again. Dual gas, dual UAC-5s, and two ERPPCs. He and runs the craziest freaking builds, and he makes them work. And it was... It was He's insane. It, it was, it, he was doing work. Proton. Yeah, he was doing work. Um, anyway, yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see who said that. Somebody said, let's move on. Uh, let's get some questions going. See what you guys are interested in talking about. Of course, uh, Phil and I, this week, we've been starting to kind of dive into, well, not starting. We've been working behind the scenes kind of with the tournament for a while, getting ready for that. Um, matches are starting the end of this week. We've got, of course, the Phoenix Ooh. Hawk coming out. And speaking of which, we will be doing something a little bit different that I think you guys are going to like for the sneak peek. For the preview video for the Phoenix oh, Hawk. That's right? all we're saying. That's all we're saying. Yep. Oh, and of course... New I, Frozen City. Yes. I, yeah, I'll drop that on you guys. I, I was playing around on it earlier today. I'm not going to give you any spoilers. I'm not going to say what. Um, I know some people were concerned about the Frozen City being totally revamped. I can tell you it was not. The majority of the map Very has familiar. remained the yeah. same. All right, that's all. They're yeah. already getting words out of me, and I haven't even. I just said I wasn't going to do it. Uh, um, no Town Hall on Friday. There will be an uh, announcement when the next Town Hall is going to happen. Oh, speaking of which... Um, Someone was saying, why don't we post, or why don't they post ahead of time? I don't mean you are the ones who help schedule those. Uh, usually we post up immediately. Uh, so I will make our even a better effort, I guess, to make sure that's done. Uh, just saying, like, uh, as soon as we know, we'll let you guys know. Um, the bottom line is because we don't plan them a month ahead of time. It's basically like, are we ready? Do we want to do it or whatever? And, and honestly, it's usually Rusta says, Hey guys, let's do a, <laughs> let's do one on Friday. And well, we have like days. Yeah. Left. Let's, let's go dive into that. Todd, uh, Todd camp says no more town halls till major announcements. Uh, we weren't happy. Me and Darren were not happy with the last town hall. Um, but there was a reasons being, and you know, we looked at it is, and, and we talked to Russ about it, which was, Hey, I think we should wait till there's more to talk about, I guess, is the thing. And also well, the, the format line is we were holding ourselves to a schedule. We, we decided, I don't know how many months ago that we were going to do one a month. And yep. at the time it seemed like the appropriate way to go, but obviously uh, that is not the case. We need to uh, do it. And we have stuff to talk about when we're, you know, when we've got yep. content coming up, whatever. So anyway, yeah, that is the case for town halls going forward. All so right. uh, the Phoenix Hawk, though, are we going to say anything about that? Uh, no, fun. I'm going to, I'm going oh, well, to, I'm going mean, to be a film Mac. Isn't I'm, it? Yeah. I'm going to, I'll wait till it, I'm not going to say anything about it. It was nice to jump into a new smaller mech after Kodak. You're not, you're not getting shit out of me. That's <laughs> we're moving on. Phoenix gray ass fill the new sensor benefit for the Cyclops. Does this add onto command console or not? Actually, I don't know. Does um, it stack? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Or something to the fact, I, I think you're Phoenix uh, to sort of answer you in it indirect route the command console needs a total revamp um i also feel like targeting computers need a revamp um i think they have some cool attributes right now but i feel like they need to add tangible rewards um and also because of how they're stacked as far as tier you know tier you know mark one through mark seven i i propose this question would it break any builds and i'm legitimately asking by the way what if Targeting computers were treated just like mask, where only a certain tonnage bracket could use certain uh, target mark, you know, mark. And now before you jump down my throat, the reason for that is, is you could dramatically buff the tier, you know, uh, fours, fives, sixes, and sevens, right, to be, you know, for the weight. 
where someone, because right now, if you buff the Mark I too much, everyone takes Mark I, and that's where we're at, right? Because it's just perfect weight tonnage. I'm just wondering if if it would break any canon stock builds. And if not, I think targeting computers could go that route, and then you could buff them in different attributes. But um, I'm interested... Phoenix Gray was asking if it stacks. That was his original oh, gotcha. question. But yeah. Which um, we don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. The the it's not uh, available in the backend server that we use uh, to test stuff, so we don't have the uh, the answer for that. Sorry, Phoenix. Oh, I am being mirrored. That's interesting. What does that mean? Oh, by the way, we're not using Skype guys anymore. Notice how my text is like backwards on my thing. What does it mean that you're being mirrored? I think it's just how the camera. We'll I'll figure it out later. That's nothing I can do. Um, so like my right hand is on the left. Anyways. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. We had another uh, question. Let me yeah. go up here. Let me, let me scroll up. What are your, um, Opie asked, uh, what do you see Faction Warfare going in the future? Where do you see it going in the future? Do we want to, do we want to? I mean, that's a loaded question. I, I, in my mind's eye, I see all kinds of things and directions where it could go in the future and where I'd want it to go in the future. Um, let me just say, we, we won't spend a lot of time on this, but I've talked to Russ personally about it, and Russ is very open to the future of community warfare, meaning that he's not uh, he's not being stubborn, saying what we have now is perfect or anything like that. So I'm going to say sky's the limit, honestly, and all kinds of things are possible. Where it's going to go, we're not there yet. Um, things are being looked so at, discussed. Let me, let me, let me propose this to you, Mama Bear. Mm-hmm. Is the current CW3 engaging enough? Has it pulled you in? And if not, why? Let's 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 be honest with the beard. Let's 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 hear. Uh no and yes, yes and no. Um I haven't been playing with my unit much lately. So like you started a unit and that made I think the logistics of dropping in community warfare uh a lot easier for you. So you were doing it. Um, whereas I kind of, my, the unit I started with many years ago, aces, uh, just haven't been playing with them as much. That's more my fault. So yes and no. I love the scout missions. I like something different. Um, I still don't like the queue times that, you know, I have issues with it. I can have a lot of fun with it. Even, uh, the, after, you know, a 20 minute queue time or whatever, you can get into a good match. And so I can have fun with it and I can be frustrated like other people with it. I think, um, that it's not where it needs to be. I think it still needs a lot of work and, uh, potentially a ton of work. Um, so we've not to leave you out on the hook. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this and I think there's a few things. CW to me, one of the main issues I've had with CW, even with CW3, has been that it's 24-7 nonstop. And it's ambitious. I get why they're doing it, right? Because if they don't do that and they go towards more of like a world of tanks where there's a window for, you know, North American time zones to play, the one problem is you're, you have to create a, a Euro. You have to create an Oceanic server, right, for those individuals to play. So then you potentially have two different faction warfare or whatever's going on. But they could be unique and say certain planets and certain territories are open. I just feel like, for me, 
looking at the whole picture, I think a World of Tanks style, they call it clan warfare, but faction warfare, would fit better with MWO to where, think about this. I mean, if you're a small, like right now, if you're a unit, the chances of you actually getting a planet is almost slim to none, which means your rewards for MC and stuff are just almost not there. The fact that you have to be on 24-7 and participate on this stuff all the time. The, 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 remember, we in Eve, I used to say that the FC is being under so much pressure sometimes of having to be on 24-7, right? Because there was big engagements going on, and that takes a toll. And that's sort of where I see MWO uh, like. And I feel like MWO would be in a better position CW-wise if... And, and this is what I'm talking about for, for those. Is your unit leader... And you have battle A, B, and C. And battle A, B, and C, you already know 24 hours ahead of time what time it's going to be at. And that window may be from 9 p.m. Eastern to 12. I don't know, whatever. You know what map it's going to be. You know what game modes it's going to be. You know any restrictions it's going to be. But guess what? The rest of the time, you're not having a, you're not having to be in, in, in faction warfare. You'd be in the group queue. You'd be in solo queue. And you would allow, you know, it allow you to do other things than just faction warfare. And I feel like that is sustainable. And I guess that's another word, sustainable. Um, and I, Here, well, I, I, I don't know another, I don't know another way. Like people, I know there's a few people that are like, no, 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 no. Well, how, how are you going to make it? And also too, is anytime you have groups of mixed sizes of, of it's, well, I don't know if that's the only other option. Obviously, uh, we're, you know, we're looking around, seeing what other people are doing. But the, 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 look, MWO is a niche game. Uh, World of Tanks is a huge global game, much bigger uh, population. And, and no, well, I'm saying, and so what I think what we did is MWO is we we had you know grand ideas and 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 shooting for the stars, but I think we overreached a little bit. Uh, we're more of a niche game. What I get worried about right now is just. There's too many buckets, too many queues, and we're talking about, like we've talked about before, Solaris coming up and all these things. All that's doing is separating an already small uh, but wonderful community, and I just feel like there's got to be some way to – I hate using this word, but I'm going to – simplify things to a certain extent. But also, on the other hand, on the flip side of the coin, I want to make some things more – not complicated, but more – give some things more depth. While simplifying other things like cues and and how um, maybe random battles uh, compares to you know faction yep. warfare or whatever, I just feel like it needs to be examined. We're just and, we're and, going down a path that has too many cues being developed. And, and I'll concede, and, and I know um, someone in chat, Jacob, uh, doesn't agree with what I'm saying. I'll concede to you, Jacob. Um, even if you looked at CW, and some people are saying they love twenty four seven. Get it? Game modes. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm going to take a word from Bandit here. He calls it Corridor Warrior Online, right? It's, you're literally funnel, funneling people, you know, either two lanes, three lanes, um, because you have mixed groups uh, and the, the lack of coordination ahead of time, by the way, uh, you know, and you're going up against uh, either bigger groups or full 12 mans. Again, I still feel like that's a huge problem. Um I feel like game modes, uh, and I'm okay with 24-7. If you can make it, if you can get people to where 
it's all encompassing. And one of those things is them not logging on either. Obviously as a solo player, you can still drop against groups, which again is you're not going to have a good experience. And I feel like that's the big just hurdle is how can you make faction warfare fun or maybe not fun, but so enticing can solo players work? Can you have groups in solos together? Can you have mixed groups going up against bigger groups or 12 mans? And I feel like that's the big question. The bottom line is exactly what you just said. And do I keep saying the bottom line is, but um, there's multiple bottom lines maybe, but it, it does it work that that matters. Like, it, okay. Does opinions. is CW three working right now? No, I don't think it is. I mean, it works as in it's operational, but I don't think it's drawing people to it and keeping people there month after month. And I don't think it's, you know, bringing in new people as much as we can. Look, I played uh, World of Tanks Clan Wars for years. Loved it. I have a passion for it. Uh, that kind of competitive uh, environment, bringing a unit together. Some of those people that I played with are still the gamer friends I'm playing with five years later. You know, my favorite people ever. It, it created this, you know, tight, bond between us we we showed up every night fighting for our territory or whatever i loved that experience and i want that experience for mwo i don't want to gloss over it and be okay with something that's subpar i want it to be as freaking great as it can possibly be uh it's just not as easy as you know a lot of people go we'll just do this and that fixes everything there's there's so much to it and there's the fundamentals there's the you know the the icing on the cake there's all kinds of layers to the the issue it's not just game mode it's not just team size or group size um it's not just buckets and cues there's all kinds of things they all play a part in whether or not in the end faction warfare is going to be fun popular growing you know and sustainable and right now i think there's good ideas out there and I can tell that there's a community of people that totally want to do it, but it's, I just don't think it's where it needs to be. And you know, my main concerns again, is sustainability. And I know some people are out there like I like 24 seven and I get that. My biggest issue is, you know, is it, is it something that in the long run and I don't know the numbers, you know, we haven't talked to, to Russ about that. We haven't asked, Hey, are you guys happy? But you know, I'm, I'm optimistic. I think obviously if they do merge and, and just do more of a clan versus IS, I think that would help out dramatically because it also reduces a, you know, 10 buckets down to like one. Um, and I think that could be a, a big step. So I, I, again, I can see that what I was proposing with world of tanks is the extreme. That's, I mean, it's a complete makeover uh, of, of CW and I don't think we have to go that route, but it's a possibility, I guess, right. If they wanted to go, but I feel well, like I think we need to put all the options on the table and examine them all and, and not just say no to any, you know, and I'm not yeah. picking on anybody, but I just think. And, and, and another thing, too, is uh, even if you say, OK, Phil, 24-7 isn't going away. People like it and we think we can make it work. So how do we make it work? And then it would be, OK, well, you know. You've got the game modes. How can a unit be effective in a large global or a large planetary fight, but they don't have to be on 24 seven because that's not tangible. Also your, your, you know, uh, bigger units, the more you pay for more people and blah, blah, blah. It's not like you have a tax though every month. That would be another, <laughs> another thing. Uh, but to say, okay, 
the whole, you know, uh, ticks and marks and stuff and you having to participate, if you're only, let's just say, active for, let's just say, have an average of three to four hours in a night, how and and what can design do to say we want them to have an, an impact on the engagement that's going on on a plan or, or two? But right now, you don't have that impact. I mean, you literally have to be on you know, the entire time, or at least between the, uh, you know, ceasefires. Something I'd also like to see vectors bringing up um, the factions, you know, factions is another element that adds to a split player base. We are a small niche based game and we've got freaking 10 factions that you can join for faction warfare that is splitting everybody across the galaxy. Literally. I feel like, and, and now there's been talk of, well, uh, you know, you can do seasons and every season, whether that be a month or three months or whatever, it changes. Uh, you know, there's one inner sphere, uh, you know, representation, a house or, or whatever. And then there's one clan representation and it keeps switching every season. I personally don't really like that. What I like better now, not I'm not saying no to options, but what I personally like better myself is I want it to be just inner sphere versus clans. However, Afarius, thank you for your sub five months in a row. Whoop, sub hype. Uh, thank you, Afarius, for the uh, support. We appreciate it, man. Um, but what I think it should be is it should be strictly inner sphere versus clan, but allow us to represent the units and the houses that we want to represent. So Whatever keep it keep means. it as right now, but mm-hmm. all inner sphere helping to fight all against inner sphere you. versus all right. clan. That and then you're, you can't tell people not to represent their favorite houses or units or whatever. They're, people yeah. will freak out. This, that's, this is MechWarrior. This is Battletech. People want to represent their units and their houses. So keep it so it's just inner sphere versus clan. Bring everybody together. Allow you to still represent, but then that just totally reduces the buckets and the queues. You know? and, and it's just little stuff like that. I think there's things that can be done that will be done, and I'm not saying that's it, that will make it better. And, and, and I hope that stuff happens. I mean, but I, I still think, I, I think that would solve a lot. But I still think one of my major gripes with uh, CW is the game modes. Um, you know, like, it's just, it's literally the same thing. You get funneled in on every single map. You've got gate A, gate B, gate C. And to me, I feel like the one thing with MechWarrior games has always been open-ended, right? Like, uh, well, keep in mind, we've never had this. We've never had PvP, no, no, Clan Wars, but, or, or Faction Warfare. But we've had, we've had other titles with different game modes. I mean, whether it was a mod, whether it was even the old well, MechWare no, 4 I'm, days. As far as the whole the, the, the corridor thing, the two biggest freaking games in the world are all about the corridors. So You're talking about why is League? That... Yeah. League yeah, but you also, you also have Respawn yeah. over the course of however long the match is. Well, there, we have we have four mechs, and then that's it, yeah. you know. And you have X Men. I'm just what I'm. My, my point is, I don't necessarily know that the corridors is what's killing it. I think it just needs to be made more interesting and more engaging. Um, yep. I think there's people out there that like corridor warfare, and there's people out there that like yourself that don't. Um, I don't. I just don't think that's the specific thing. I just need to think it needs to be more engaging, more, uh, more fun, and and just you know thought through more. Um, yep. Jacob is. All of our ideas are terrible. terrible. <laughs> you go do a podcast. Right. We'll we'll listen to your uh, your thoughts and opinions, yeah. and maybe they okay, won't be you terrible. Don't have to agree with us. But, um, uh, anyway, yeah, that's that's faction warfare. Let's move on to another question since we are kind of all right. So we're moving on. 
So, guys, by the way, it is uh, uh, live questions, so you guys post them, and uh, we will talk about them. Don't forget, retweets are appreciated. Uh, link is in the chat, and uh, we'll go ahead and go from there. Um, let's see. <laughs> Lothamir made a point of saying, too, is, uh, you know, with CW and Faction, I guess just sort of why is said planet important or why is said... You know, you don't have a, a tangible reason for taking, you know, said planet or a territory or, you know, this or that. It's just this big you oh, know, I'll tell you thing. what it is, what it's going to be. It just needs to be more MC. It, it needs to be MC, but more of it. I mean, that's honestly, well, it needs to be fun. It needs to be fun and engaging. And then you need that reward, the MC. I mean, World yeah. of Tanks, we did want to split the gold when we held a territory for days, a day and, you know. Uh, for a week for more whatever that goal did matter to us so we we want the financial reward and also we just want it to be engaging and fun and a, a great place to you know experience group uh you know communicating uh, voice comms all that stuff it, you know it's that experience but there does need to be a good reward uh sl bit uh asked the june reskill is a big deal is there any information coming before the 21st um, I was actually talking to uh, Russ about this earlier. As soon as we can, we will be posting uh, before and after shots of every single mech that's getting a rescale. Um, I do know the numbers behind the scenes, but I don't know if those are public. Um, I do know it's going to be on some of the chassis, Catapult, uh, Nova, Locust, uh, shrinking quite a bit. There's mechs that are getting blown up uh, quite a bit. Um so anyways, we'll let you guys know and we'll post it as soon as possible. Such, yeah, I can't wait for that, man. That's going to just change a lot. Well, I don't know if a lot of Macs, but I, it's going to change quite a few. I, I don't think it's going to change the game. I think it's going to help no, a no, no, few. No. Yeah, it's going to help a few Macs out that yeah. have been either really under-skilled and have been getting away with a lot of things. Um, let's see. Um, okay, CK in this section. I already had this on the notes. Uh, he, he's talking about Tech Jump. When is... When what do you guys think is the best way to handle future tech and new max? Um, me personally, I'm down for the idea of a tech jump. Obviously, they're going to have to do it. The question is when, how many max are left uh, in this current time frame? Or is there any other equipment that comes out in the thirty fifty three sort of area? Um, but also, I feel like there needs to be a bigger discussion again, going back to sort of balance and max and stuff like that, quirks and all that um, before that happens. Um, I feel like before you add another weapon and system on top, make sure at least everything currently is around about where it needs to be. Uh, but that's a that's a bigger question in general. Was but, his question specifically about uh, weaponry or also mechs or just it everything? would ha it would have to be both and equipment because some mechs have like heavy lasers, rotary well, auto cannons, the, expos, honestly, stuff like that. I think the the jumps in the timeline are going to be um, mech based. In other words, that's what's going to make the jump happen, not tech. I know that Paul is not anxious to add new weaponry to the game at this point, you know, because we're we're still balancing the weapons that are in game, like you were saying. Um, but it's inevitable; it's going to happen. I mean, yeah, it has uh, to happen. But and I think it's going to be driven by the mechs that are available and and mech packs that are coming out. I, so I and this isn't official, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was something like thirty sixty or something, because yeah. 3060 gives you a seven-year window and opens the door to a lot of new chassis. Ton so. of Max. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many that uh, people keep requesting, and they're only a few years out ahead in the timeline. So we'll see. So, yeah, MRMs, Light Gauss. Yep. 
SL bit, cool the rescale quirks are not going away, but they were altered slightly on those said chassis um, that got smaller. All right, uh, next question we have. Uh, would you like the Thanatos? Of course, the IS Om- Omni. Um, that's another question, too, is IS starts getting Omnimax as well. And I feel like, um, sort of to, to reiterate, the mechs and balancing and... You know, why take this Omnipod? We have Omnipods that are sort of completely useless right now and stuff like that. And I feel like all that needs to be solidified before a tech jump. Um, but yes, of course, I think, why not? Um, uh, here's a question for you, Darren. What mech would you like to see in the, in next in the game? Ooh. You can't, you can't, we already know. You, a, you know, you know why this is a hard question? Yeah, because you know what mechs are. You can't, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. It's because I'm happy. Oh yeah, because you I'm got... content, man. I've got my mechs finally. Uh, I don't know. There's so many, dude. Uh, here's the reason why I want to see any mech because every single time Alex Iglesias flying debris does a new mech design, he just blows my mind. Mind blown every time, and so I love seeing him take. Uh, the old artwork, the mechs that we've been seeing for decades, and just make them way better. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Halo dude, Bushwhacker, of course. I mean, that's that's <laughs> is a, that right? That's a favorite of mine. You know, it's not the favorite like the Warhammer and, and my my Unseen, but uh, Bushwhacker's awesome. So there's so many mechs, man. I mean, just l- think back to our time in MWLL, the mechs that we had fun in, in there, the Hollander, the Uziel, the uh, there's just so many. There's a lot that I want to see. Um, the Mackie is not no, one that I, I'm anxious for. No. Right? <laughs> uh, if I could pick a mech to be in, uh, I, I have I have two. I'm going to toss out this. Uh, the Anvil. Uh, Ghost Arnett, if you don't know what it is. The Anvil, I think uh, that would be a really cool chassis. But also, like, the Devastator, I think would be fantastic. You read a lot about it in the novels. Um, hundred tons of just in your face, dual goss, dual peep. I don't know why. That's it. Just I think it'd be fantastic. But uh, as far as um, yeah, it, you know, it's another thing that stuff is actually knowing backs are coming and people have no idea. And um, you guys are gonna we be were happy. Just looking at some uh, concept art uh, earlier today. Oh, uh, it's so good. So. All right, um, let's see. What about Elementals? That's by Darkheart X9. Um, I think Elementals would be badass. Uh, I think PvE. You know, That's AI. You know, actually, can can we branch off here on top no. of uh, that sort of Elementals PvE? Mm-hmm. You have been playing Fractured Space. Yep. And they have PvE elements, correct? Now I haven't played yet. I've been watching. Right. Mm, no, not really. It's pretty straight up PvP. What they have is you have Bases? like a, well, it's it's actually very much like a um, a MOBA. You pretty much it's it's you have corridors. Um, no, it, think of it like uh, it's basically Dreadnought, but in MOBA form. Okay, that's what uh, what's like. Now you have do you uh, have creeps like uh, your no. AI creep? No, um, you have little ships that you can launch from some ships. Like little squadrons or whatever, but no, there's no AI really. Okay, but I feel like AI elementals, tanks. Ma- I mean that even with armored warfare, they have their little like you can do. Well, look, dude, 
here's the here's the bottom line with AI. People love blowing shit up. I've watched people new to the game going through that uh, first tutorial, and you know how you can blow those vehicles up in that tutorial. Mm-hmm. People love just sitting there blowing those little freaking vehicles up, and those aren't even spectacular. They just kind of vanish. Um, I think bringing in stuff like elementals, tanks, hovercraft, infantry, helicopters, um, you know, aerotech, whatever, all this shit flying around, it just adds to the battle, especially, and this is what we've said from the beginning as far as as soon as the discussion started on AI, especially if it's done right. When you do AI incorrectly, uh, it's just such like so annoying and, and it's a distraction. When you do AI correctly, it adds to the game. It's fun. and Titanfall. Yes, Titanfall, done correctly. Titanfall, the AI was fantastic. For being inside the mechs, outside, them talking to you, the interaction, fantastic. And um, I think it would just add more action. Well, we, we know it's ha- we know it's going to happen. I oh, mean, yeah, it, Russ has talked. He said, you know, well, AI, TV, yes, AI right now. Todd Kemp's Todd Kemp says Titanfall was a flop. That's a different topic. But I say you're incorrect in that. I don't think it was a flop. Well, I Titan think they're in, in in the context of AI. I thought yeah, it was fantastic and engagement. Very specifically regarding their AI. Yes. Their AI was uh, done the well to where immersion. It was immersive. Yeah, the immersion level, fantastic. And if 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 PGI can get those elements in, uh, I mean, obviously we're already addicted as is. I mean, can you become even more addicted? honestly? The AI could be, it doesn't have to be um, a Titanfall level to be enjoyable and good in MWO. It's a, it's a totally different thing. Of course, that's infantry and it's a first person shooter or whatever. Whereas this is, you know, big mechs and, and then you're going to have little tanks and infantry and, and whatever the, the AI is going to rep, be represented in this game. So it'll be different. It doesn't have to be the same as Titanfall, but it just needs to be enjoyable and immersive and not doing stupid, you know, stupid AI stuff. That's what you want to avoid. Uh, Phoenix Gray, will camera mode ever be available for us? Pro, pro, but what do you mean camera mode? You're talking about the spectator? You guys, that's on the private matches. Anybody can use that. Um, we had a few questions about CW. Guys, we've already sort of talked about that in length. So if you missed that, to make sure to check it. Who on doesn't the want to unload a bunch of freaking machine guns and flamers on AI, you know, and infantry or, or tanks. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for that stuff. All right. So again, this is live community questions where you guys post and we just sort of randomly talk about stuff. So make sure to uh, get your questions, topics, discussions, whatever, whatever. Sorry, hiccups. Um, but yeah, so, uh, oh, by the way, uh, uh, again, another plug while we have a lot of you guys here. Don't forget, we have a new storefront and it's Everything's on Amazon. And for those that did the pre-order for the uh, Atlas t-shirts, to sort of give you a comparison, I'm wearing the new one from Amazon. This is how big the print is. It's my entire torso on the new shirts from Amazon. It's it's literally the entire... Look at this. It's feet. Um, So for those that... uh, may want one of the newer t-shirts the print area and the quality shirts this is actually my favorite shirt so far uh, so make sure to uh, check that out if you haven't and of course that link is down below or head over to no guts no galaxy store.com all right uh, let's see cyclops that was already sort of asked uh, of course looking forward to it uh not so much just because i don't pilot assaults as much is that bad um yes no of course not <laughs> 
Havenless, of course, CW, PV elements to CW. I, I think it's a no-brainer. I think it needs to happen. I think there's a lot of things that could be updated on CW. Again, we were sort of talking about that earlier. Um, <laughs> but you're small. Right, you know. You know, there's that. Unlike that guy over there. Yeah. What are you saying? Uh, what are you saying, you're man? You're tall. You know, you're tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. I have a few other things on our doc here. Um, leaderboards, solo and group. I'm still torn, man. I mean, you know, solo, I'm super excited about. I think solo uh, leaderboards is going to be great uh, just because the, the, the randomness of you know, the, the control you have in a, in a match and solo queue. I just don't know how the group queue, how that's going to work. I'm torn on it. We've, let me ask you, I'm not going to give any input because people have heard me enough. What are your thoughts on the group queue? Just regular quick play group queue. Are you happy with the group sizes? Are you happy with the tonnage restrictions? I'm not going to say anything. Who are you looking at up there? I, I'm, the ceiling, because... <laughs> you're not making eye contact with me. You know. Uh, <clears throat> no, we've talked about this. No, I'm not happy with it. I, it. I know there's plenty of people out there that disagree with me, and that's fine. You're totally... You have a right to your opinion. My opinion is that uh, group Q random battles should be limited to four people. A lance. Um, yes, I know clans have stars and that's five, but I'm saying I want the best gaming experience. I want people to get into games quickly. I want people to, the, the matches to be as balanced as possible. And as far as random battles go, I think that should be limited to four people. Um, now, well, what, what if I have five friends or six friends or whatever, then that's what faction warfare should be. But that is, there's a huge, but like, you know. I like big butts. It's not set up right now to handle that. Faction Warfare isn't a place right now where groups can go and have fun and get quick matches and all that stuff. So that being said, I don't think anything should be done to the group queue until Faction Warfare is set up so that it can handle groups in the way that groups want to play. So that there's not 20 minute queue. Well, so there's way reduced queue time so that there's, you know, much better, enjoyable, engaging gameplay so that there's better rewards. So basically what I think is you've got to fix community warfare, then work on the group queue. Uh, until then, I don't think we should mess with the group queue because I don't think it's fair. There's no place for those people to go to uh, get the experience that they're having now. I'm going to hold off on saying anything. So we're going to move on yep. to, um, <laughs> to another, uh, topic apparently again we 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 have We're horrible ideas jacob jacob. <laughs> jacob's like why are you guys even talking you know, know. um <laughs> is that uh says phil victor davion lane <laughs> whatever you tall people you're not even that much taller than me Lothabir. like darren is but you know all right uh but yeah, I'm super excited for leaderboards. Uh, group Q, it'll be interesting. It'll be another thing. Um, let's see. Jacob, yes, the community does go apeshit when you talk about limiting group size, but my daughter also goes apeshit when I tell her I can't. she can't have a second dessert at night. Not everything that people want is what's best for them. 
Um, you know, or just, what, what is best for the game and what is best but, for the players? What's, but yeah, I mean, there's yes, you can pick somebody that's going to be totally pissed that they can't play with their seven friends in group queue. However, if I'm again, what I'm I the whole my whole point is based on faction warfare being fixed so that it's a great place for groups to go and be enjoyable and you know get the gameplay that they're looking for. It's not there right now, so I don't think that we should be messing with group queue right now. MDM, you don't even get one dessert. <laughs> Jacob. Jacob! I think Jacob's a bot. I think that's really what he is. It's just, <laughs> he's set on angry mode. Um, All right, what's another, what's another topic? You know, we, are, we could wrap this up. We've been going for a while. I don't know, man. If, we have, if there's we nothing else. You know. um, what was I? Oh, I just had something. Just had I don't know. Now you're thinking about pie and dessert, aren't you? No. What was it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't have any pudding if you don't eat your meat. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do think that's uh, you know, it, yeah. It, you know, we we've heard Russ even talk about it way back. I, and I remember he said this on the town hall. He said, "Look, we're at that tipping point because I think they made adjustments to the tonnage per group size, right?" And he basically said, "Is we're we're at that." point where you guys get to choose any group you want you know in group size you get to pick any mech you can take the best all take the best mechs and you you get to now vote on the map and and you know something has to give and obviously we have the the map voting that's uh happening now so a little bit different um but it's so crazy to me as a gamer to hear someone say I don't give a shit. Basically, I don't care about the balance issues that will occur. I want to be able to play with my friends. Yeah, I mean, but you know what? That's just human nature, and sometimes here, you just gotta go. Oh well. <laughs> and 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 I'm like, well, what other freaking game like this that allows you to do that? Well, here's a perfect example. Look, okay, two the game we were talking about earlier, Fractured Space, and then I compared it to Dreadnought. Okay, those are two very similar games. You're playing. Uh, uh, what what are the big ships called? Um, you know, in, no, like uh, Titans. Yeah. Anyway, capital ships. Okay, okay, so both both games you're playing capital ships. You know, destroyers, battleships, dreadnoughts, etc. Um, Dreadnought looks, in my opinion, looks way better. I like the ship design better. Uh, I like the graphics better. You know, it's just an amazing looking game. They sold me on the ships, but you know what? I got bored of it after three days. Uh, the gameplay is just, you get in there, you fight, um, you know, it's just skirmish essentially. I mean, yes, there's more to it, but it just, the gameplay got pretty stale pretty quick. Now, Fractured Space, um, I didn't like the ships as much. I didn't like the graphics as much. Uh, it didn't catch me. It's like music, like a, a good, like a total catchy pop song. You hear it at first, you're like, oh, this is nice. But then you get sick of it after hearing it, you know, real quick. Whereas other really quality music, it might grow on you over, and then all of a sudden it's just, you'll, you'll never, you'll always love it or whatever. It's the same thing. Uh, Fractured Space, the gameplay is way better. So maybe it doesn't have the graphics, maybe it doesn't have the, as cool ships or weaponry, but the gameplay far surpasses, in my opinion, Dreadnought to where it makes it a way better game. So in my opinion, gameplay does totally matter over, well, this, you know, maybe minority 
personal opinions or whatever. I just, I feel oh. like gameplay is such an important factor and it gets overlooked. And it, it just blows my mind. Again, you have, you know, we have someone obviously, uh, not to, to call them out, but you have someone that says, I like playing with bigger groups and I don't play those other I games because I can't play with my, you know, friends. Yeah. But here's the thing that's again, it's like me looking at you and saying, Darren, you want this thing, you know, or you want to play with bigger groups. But in doing so, it's going to open Pandora's box of balancing issues. And you will, for the most part, not like the fact of some of those balancing issues. Are you okay with consequences? And to me, it's, I guess it's like, I guess there's, it's the freedom or whatever choice of saying, okay, yeah, we're okay with the balancing issues. But then you almost want to say, I don't want to ever want to hear, see you bitch and complain about any type of balance issues because, ergo, that yeah no you can focus on mechs and balance and this and that but it's that's totally superficial most of the problems as far as in mwo with balance have to do with group size and game modes uh it usually doesn't actually have to do with mechs because guess what you slam one hammer down on one it's whack-a-mole you something else comes up it's generally speaking it's not mechs and it just blows my mind that people out there are like i just don't give a shit so to me and this is where uh, it's going to upset. And you said this last time on the podcast. You said tough love. And I respect, you know, Russ and PGI and, they, and, they've, and anybody out there that they could have just said, fuck it, we're going to do it anyways. If you don't like it, tough, you know, tough love, <laughs> you know, like they've at least tried and stuff. But I, I feel like it is that time to sort of talk about that, those things. And I don't yeah, know. Just yeah. To be- just to be real queer, queer, clear, guys. Um, Fractured Space is not a perfect game. I'm not saying that in any way whatsoever. It's just an easy comparison to Dreadnought and uh, some qualities that I do see. But yeah, it does have a major population and uh, you know matchmaker issue. But anyway, yeah, I just think I think Tough Love is totally appropriate to a lot of these issues. Um, and again, I just want a better game. I don't want to lose things any more than anybody else does. I don't want to just get rid of, you know, larger groups just to freaking spit in the eye of people that like playing with their friends. Never. I, you know, I, when I see people go, I like playing with my seven, seven friends. Hey, I totally get it, man. And I feel for you and I understand. But ultimately, I feel like a better game is more but important. But you see... Having that alternative for you so that you can still play with your seven friends, but obviously that alternative doesn't exist right but now. Here, here's so the, here's the thing that me as let's just say uh, maybe I, I play with small groups or you know uh, in the past solo uh, group, but we don't have to worry about it. Uh, to me, what about the flip side of that? Couldn't someone argue? Well, screw you! You're ruining my playing experience because every single time I drop. I'm yeah, going against you guys, and yeah. you guys are rickrolling teams left and right because, one, the control of the match. Two, you're also taking some of the best mechs. Three, your coordination, you, I mean, it just it stacks, boom, 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 boom. Can I point the finger at you and say, you're also the problem of why I'm not having a good experience, and it's just as equally unfair for me. Ergo, uh, you know, I think, and again, it sort of goes back to uh, who's right, who's wrong. And ultimately... Okay. And ultimately, it comes down to what is best for the game, and that's something they have to decide. That's something Russ has to decide and make Russ it. Russ is going to say, this is going to hurt me a lot more than it's going to hurt you as he uh, spanks us or, or disciplines us. Yeah. Anyway, 
things for the future, things that I think uh, need to happen, some some tough discussions, some tough, uh, you know, introspection, maybe tough changes. Yeah, it's it's sort of like uh, Overwatch or, or, you know, like if you're allowed to just drop, you know, it, it's, it, and it, this is where I, it, it, again, it just, what free-to-play title out there allows you to do what currently MW allows you to do? Um, World of Tanks, no. <laughs> Armored Warfare, nope. World of Warships, nope. World of Warplanes, nope. Dreadnought, no. Dreadnought, nope. Fracture space. Every single game, and they could be like, "Oh, I don't give a shit about other games." Well, what, you, you know, know, blah blah blah. The one argument that some people have said is, "Well, then that's what makes MWO no. MWO unique." And you know what? I have experienced that. I have experienced people coming from those other games and saying, "Oh my gosh, I love that! That I can play with seven, eight, nine people." And I still, I'm going to say, I totally get that. Yes, it is unique. But do you know why? Nine point nine other games out of ten are not doing it. Yep, it's called <laughs> not balance. Doing it because it fucks up math. And you know, fucks up balance. but for average or small, and I think you know that that could be said is what we're talking about is a trade off, right? Where you're allowed to have a bigger group or any size group, but in doing so, you're potentially giving up the you know balance issues. You're right. You're conceding that, and I think average Joe Smo, Joe Smo, um may not see it as a big problem because I play 10 matches and we win seven out of 10 matches. Uh, but the difference here is as you move up in skill and group size, uh, sorry, just reading chat. They, they crack me up. That is going to, uh, you know, swing heavily in favor of one, you know, thing. Anyways, I, I still think it is a made problem. It, it is a reason why other games don't do it. And it's something that, you know, Russ has talked about on the town hall. We just haven't heard anything because, uh, you know, obviously CW ate up, but CW is out. So the question I'm going to, you know, sort of ask out there is what will be the next thing? Obviously we won't know until, you know, Russ talks about that as far as will it be Solaris? Will it be Polish? Will it be game modes? Will it be, I don't know. Will they decide, you know, uh, he's talked about the, the engine upgrade, but that's pretty much a whole nother, you know, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Yes, indeed. What are you laughing at? Oh, I just, people are funny. And yeah, I mean, it's, we are a very extremely passionate community, but I'm, you know, as you've always heard me say, and and I always will say uh, it's the best community in my opinion. That's another thing I've experienced from a lot of people coming over. You know, we've been working with YouTubers and Twitch streamers from other games. We go uh, basically poach them and so forth. And over and over and over and over again, people are just blown away by our community. And I love that. I love you guys out there. And, uh, you know, the passion can make for, some frustrating discussions and arguments, but it's also uh, can make for the best discussions. And um, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's very unique to our game. I mean, we, we uh, journeyman you've worked with, you know, closely junkers. I got to play with like two weeks ago and he actually said, which was it, one thing I've heard from multiple streamers that come over to this game or just players that, uh, you know, is VoIP for the most part, people are actually useful on it. Like, even though I have my own issues on stream every once in a while, for the most part... Our VoIP is so much better than right? almost every game. Um, not not quality. I'm just saying as far as the people on it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, it, there's that as well. Uh, Kincaid says, Phil, $50 to tell us what the next mech is. Uh, Phoenix Hawk? Phoenix Hawk. It comes yeah, out man. in a couple weeks. Where, where's my money? Come on, yeah. bro. <laughs> I want to see that PayPal go through. <laughs> <laughs> 
by the way, it is a uh, live community questions. We're having a good time. We'll uh, go for a little bit longer. So again, any uh, questions you guys have for topics of discussion, feel free to uh, drop them in chat. If you want to tag uh, at NGNG TV, uh, feel free to do that too. So it'll pop up a little bit easier. Um, uh, any update on the ghost heat replacement? Not since uh, Russ said <laughs> there was issues with it. Tarka says ghost heat will be replaced by phantom cooling. <laughs> Sidewinder checks in the mail, Phil. Thanks, bro. Appreciate yes. that. I, he bought uh, breakfast or dinner. Um, let's see. Vector base. I get this. How about we put turrets on CW maps? I see what you did there. Um, let's see. <laughs> the Mackie. Did Darren switch hats to a darker color? No, actually, but I can see that there's... Uh, I think it's the client that we're using for the video. It's darkened uh the picture for both Ooh. phil and myself yeah so we're not using uh skype we are using zoom and quick shout out to uh trainzy tv for telling us about this um apparently <laughs> i actually bought us a year yeah. membership i didn't mean phil to just dropped like 150 bucks on this i was so like I, it looks well. I was like oh it's only 14.99 you know what we need a few of you to uh buy some shirts actually <laughs> yeah guys buy shirts uh com. we need your support shop on amazon we got an affiliate link uh tips uh, no actually i didn't mean to do it um but uh, yeah i swear i had i had the 14.99 checked but nope yep um let's see this Scarior. He says, I'm planning on starting a YouTube series on drop leading. Any requests or things you want me to cover? Uh, all the things. All yeah, the you things. know what? I haven't seen a series on that or, or really tutorials. And I think, you know what? I So I've said a lot of times I totally respect good uh, light pilots because to be a good one, you have to be, you know, it takes some skill. You can run around like a crazy person like myself and just avoid fire because you're small but the good players are really good and that takes talent drop colors are the same thing to me drop colors are worth their weight in gold or platinum or unobtainium or whatever um drop colors can make and you've experienced this phil just you're in a match and you decide okay i'm gonna take you know the bull by the horns and that can literally change the whole outcome and so many times you know people are just quiet and you think oh they won't listen to me but as soon as somebody starts taking command they respond. They want it. You know, people are shy. People don't want to do it themselves. Maybe they don't have the experience. They don't have that, um, you know, the qualities that it takes to be a good drop caller. I totally support <clears throat> you teaching more people how to do that by doing some tutorials or whatever. Yeah, it's basically everything. Everything that there is to do with the drop calling. We need more drop callers. We need more leaders out there. They're always uh, invaluable. I had an interesting experience stream was it three month month ago um yeah unfortunately the drop caller who wanted to be the drop caller wanted to be very negative and vocal about it and if you had a different appearance opinion he basically said you know well whatever it doesn't matter um if you're gonna try to drop call just expect a little bit of resistance here or there and expect some negative blowback if you lose or if you mess up. Um, at the end of the day, if you talk to most units, drop calling, most units I know uh, have a very no, uh, you know, no talking back or no being negative because you're under pressure. You're going to mess up a lot. And the great thing is group Q is a great, you know, sort of place to do drop calling or even solo. And I don't know how many matches 
and I'm just so used to doing it, I guess, of just saying, hey, we're pushing left, pushing right. And generally speaking, when I'm streaming, even last night, I noticed there was a few battles that I was pretty quiet in, and I knew I probably could have said something, you know, hey, guys, let's stick together, let's move together, move to the right, move to the left, hey, you know, attack my target, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes those matches we lose, and internally I know I probably could have influenced that match to the better, you know, of us winning if I'd have just spoke the hell up. And even though sometimes I like to just stream and just play, it is what it is, but... Well, I mean, that's the bottom line. Sometimes we're lazy. Sometimes we're just tired. Sometimes we've been talking all day and you don't want to do it. But honestly, it's like even even if it's just calling targets, if that's the only thing you do, that can be a game changer. That can be a match changer. And then if you just add on a little bit, hey, flank to the right, flank to the left, uh, watch out, we're getting flanked or whatever, then, you know, every step can just be a little bit more... It's that intel. And, and I myself, you know, I've said it a million times, I'm a soldier. I'm not a drop caller. I'm not a leader. So I am one of those people that when somebody wants to take it, I will follow. I don't care if uh, they're making the wrong calls. I'll, make, I'll follow them because they're stepping out to be a drop caller. They're, you know, they're putting themselves out there. Yeah. But, yeah, you definitely need to have a thick skin or be a duck, you know, the, where the well, water rolls and if you're And if you're doing drop calling, say whatever you're going to say. And if someone's doing their own thing, don't say anything about it. It is what it is. You're not, you know, for the most part, for instance, if you're on River City and you have two lights that just go off to do their own freaking thing, and more than likely they're going to die or what it is. But if, you know, and this is something I guess uh, who was asking the question is, is it is what it is. Uh, don't sit there on VoIP 1 wasting comms time or whatever, but be raiding them for whatever reason. They may die or they may do an epic flank and help turn the tide for whatever it is. Um, it's something that I, I try to do and I'm sure I slip up, uh, every once in a while, uh, to, you know, just who posted that question be... about drop calling, by the way, uh, the Scariar, I think. Okay. So yeah, the Scariar, uh, you know, guys, if you see him in a match, uh, give him some support. There's also, I see take me out, LOL. He's in uh, chat there. Take me out is a streamer and he exactly what we're talking about. He drop calls. He gets out there. He puts himself out there. Uh, he came from, you know, other games and he's, he's not totally new to MWO. Um, you know, um, you know who does it all the time that everyone knows? Panzer. Panzer he do, does. Like he does obviously the R, R, P, on, you know, role playing real quick though. I was, I was pimping uh, take me out, LOL, uh, click on his name, take me out, say something there in chat. If you guys uh, don't mind, click through on him, follow his channel. He's a great streamer, really good person streams with his girlfriend who's always behind him. Uh, but he is a drop caller and I think we should be supporting these guys in every way that we can. You know, it's funny. Uh, there was a Reddit post. Was it a week, two ago, guys? Uh, it was where did all the streamers sort of go in the community? And I was like, I actually see more streamers in general as far as the amounts. Like even last night when I got done streaming at whatever time it was, there was a ton. Um, but I think there's a few things uh, to streaming MWO. Uh, first off, it's a, it's a niche game. Uh, anybody, like, even with what it is what it is like i don't i don't think it's realistic to say if all you do is stream mwo you're probably never going to have three four hundred five hundred six hundred people Look, every single MWO day MWO is 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 it's the type of game where people will go away from it come back go away from it come back and you'll see that with streamers you'll see that with youtube videos and you'll see it with it with the population within the game there's no getting around it it is what it is the game went live three years ago it's you know it's um but also there's a few things uh i i said this in the thread Personality is the biggest thing. Are you a top player? Uh, are you highly skilled? 
uh, Bike Man, <laughs> the most hilarious streamer I watch almost on a daily basis. It just I I just turn on a stream and put it on my other screen. And I just listen like the, the, like he is the most entertaining dude ever and he's okay at games he's not like yeah no like he's even, like he plays mw all the time and he's kind of you know but he the, is so freaking entertaining the shit that comes out of his mouth and right. and then the other thing would be video quality audio quality yeah. do you have the tv run in the background uh some people don't mind me personally me it drives me batshit like it drives me batshit like like hey you know when we do like community drops i'm like hey can you fix your mic mute please you know something video quality that's another big thing is this is something I sort of point a finger at Twitch more or less because of a bit rate. And if you don't have transcoding and you're not partnered, um, that's one thing I'd, you know, Amazon, come on. Uh, but uh, video quality, uh, you know, overlays aren't necessarily needed. Some people don't have webcams and stuff like that. So sort of go off on a random uh, again. Um, I feel like there's plenty of streamers out there, um, but I also from what we've learned is are you utilizing Twitter? Are you utilizing Facebook, YouTube? Uh, I mean, the whole, are you getting in touch with other streamers? Are you dropping with them? And that, but that's a general streamer. Yes. Yes. But for, for, for MWO in particular, we, we always want to see more streamers and we want to see people be successful. Um, It's just, you know, it is. And I try and reach out to as many streamers as I can, um, you know, and support them. But I am only one person and human and, and don't have all the time in the world uh, or clones of myself, with, which I wish I had. But, you know, we love our streamers and we will continue to support them in every way that we can. And, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll see when, it, when new maps, new mechs, when this patch comes out, there'll be more people streaming. And it's just it's a cyclical thing. Um... Come on, Lee, <laughs> stream. All right. Uh, let's see. We've been going over an hour. I know. Yeah. I'm ready for dinner. You don't need food. Uh, let's see here. All right, let's do. We're gonna do three more questions and then C4 we're done. C four Asaru says he just bought an Atlas shirt. Hope that helps. You know it does. Hey, I think someone else just did too. Hold on, who was that? By the way, Atlas t shirt. I want to actually want to. I want to <laughs> order the Timberwolf one uh, just because well, this it's one's bigger. available too. The the warden. Do you got the? Yeah, but that's the older one. It's gonna be even bigger. Yeah, yeah, it's this shirt, but it's going to be better. And Bigger, colors, better. I like it. Um, Women's sizes, children's sizes, everything. Check it out. No guts, no galaxy store dot com. Boom. Over an hour hype. Uh, let's see. Ooh, you know, I'm going to do a quick shout out by the way, and I've been meaning to actually talk to this guy for like a month. I'm a horrible person, but there's a Thank little you, project that I'm going to point you guys to. And if you haven't seen it, I'm going to stream this, by the way. I mean, I need to get in contact with him. He goes by Capper Deluxe. Capper, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry, dude. We're going to hook up on TeamSpeak or Discord or something. But he's been working on this project. I don't know if you saw this, Darren. Um, I'll drop it in Skype for you. But also drop this. It is a... It's called uh, Rogue Mech. And it's... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Um, let me. He's got a new version of it. Hold on. Let me. Uh, I'll drop the uh, the link in chat. Um, but I'll actually drop the website he has. He has a GitHub for it as well, open source and everything. But it's basically like a Mega Mech tabletop clone. He goes into detail a little bit more. But um, 
I mean, it looks like Mega Mech, so is that what it's based off of? Yeah, I, but th- there's updates to it. And anyways, I'm going to stream this, but I need to get in contact with him because, you know... Uh, is it fully operational? Is it a fully operational Yeah, no, I, and I think he's even got... Uh, it's multiplayer, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, Rogue Mech is a turn-based game that you can play in your web browser. Uh, this release highlights the following features: 2D animated unit movement and weapon fire. No sound effects yet. Player versus player PvP game play. No PV or co-op yet. Free for all team free for all game modes. No objectives yet. Win loss and kill death tracking with front page leaderboard. Battle log recording. No replays yet. 90 plus stock 2025 era interfere units and technology. No clans or customization yet. 30 plus maps. Um, he's got server battlemaster server crusader server. Anyways. And the cool thing with this is, is the potential for it, again, um, for him getting, uh, you know, some help and stuff. So if you weren't aware of this, make sure to check it out. It looks pretty damn cool. I wasn't listening when you read that list. Did you, did you say it is multiplayer? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, here's a, here's a link. Man, I'll... remember we were, we had so many Mega Mac campaigns going on back in the yeah. day. I want to get back to that. Well, and that fun. what I think would be cool, something like this, and even with Mega Mac is, does it have a built-in sort of campaign tracker where, you know, me and you could start up a, 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 a you know, do some MechWarrior roleplay and then, you know, go forth and, yeah, it'd be fun. and conquer. So, uh, oh, and speaking of which, so now that we, uh, I, I don't, I, yeah, I've told you, um, now that we're, you know, we've moved our store to Amazon, I don't have to handle t-shirts anymore. I've actually packaged up everything into a box as far as uh, merchandise. We're going to be giving those away, by the way. How we're going to be put a hole in the box? <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Um, so what we're going to do is I have a whole host of T-shirts of multiple different sizes, different T-shirts, and what we'll do is we'll have giveaways, but we'll specifically say what size the T-shirt is, so you know what it is, so you can you know, um, but. Uh, I put everything up in the closet, everything's packed nice and neat, and I'm going to actually be moving my desk and everything, but the reason I'm saying this is I'm going to set up a little, um, my little workbench and minis. I'm going to start painting minis on here, I think, so that's going to happen. You guys can help me for those that have done minis. I, I need to talk to, um, was it UC? He does the uh, mini painting, yeah. right? I need yep. to get some tips from him, and uh, I'll do some live mini painting and stuff, and... Um, I've only got like 180 to paint. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. All right. Uh, the Scarier I will get it when I'm in game, man. Appreciate it. Um, let's see. All right. So, I haven't seen any more questions. Guys, we need two or three questions that haven't been talked about tonight. Dude, I Topics, can discussions. My dinner. It's out there waiting for it's me. It's going to be cold. No, no one, no one. No update, Mark. Still looking. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, there, he's still looking. So as soon the, as we know, guys, the uh, housing market has just dried up for the summer. So we're I'm li- we're literally my wife and I are looking every single day. Ooh. Uh, we've applied to multiple places, but we're just, we're just not there yet. So we will be having in the near future Randall Bills on here. Uh, we haven't had him on for a while. Uh, Randall coming up. Yep. Marauder Bear. For, he subscribed two months in a row. Sub hype Marauder Bear. Thank you for the support, man. Uh, quad mechs. What do you think? Are we talking about MWO or just in general? 
Phil, will Metcon be live stream? Yes. And I think we're going to be up there a day or two early, so we're going to do a special podcast as well. Uh, me and Darren will be working and helping out with the event. Um, uh, and it was announced, the, the <laughs> casters, right? That's been, that's officially... What? Yes, it is official that uh, Bandit, who is, is he still, yep, Bandit's still here, and MDM0 are the official shoutcasters for MWO World Championships 2016. Um, And uh, I think I'll be in the... I will be there, and we will be participating as well. We'll be working in a little bit. Yep. And uh, I'll be getting Bandit coffee and, and MDM coffee. Yeah, and I guess I can't drink as many rum and Cokes as No, no. Uh, Let's see. Quadmax, do I think they would work in MWO? I don't think you'll see them in MWO. At least that's what we were told in the past, like just the technical reasons. Um, <laughs> and also, too, is I feel like they they offer a different sort of issue with the whole, like, aiming and, you know, is it more like... I don't know. But Wait, what are we talking about? Quadmax. Ooh, oh, uh, someone mentioned uh, HBS Battletech. Uh, I think we're going to have them on a podcast hopefully soon. Yeah, we're reaching Maybe. out to them. So hopefully we'll get uh, Mitch and Mike and whoever uh, get some Q&A going on. Nothing scheduled yet, but we are working on it. Right. Um, any thoughts on the new Assault Mode changes until it hits and we get to play? Nope. Uh, is medium rebalancing to make them relevant again? Panzer tree. Huh? All right. I'm going to allow one more question. So better be a good question. Drop something in there. Otherwise we're just dragging this on and all right. I wants to eat. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Anyways, just want to say thank you to everyone who showed up live. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the new overlay, new system. I can actually see Darren. He can actually see me now, which is uh, pretty cool. Normally he has to watch, and it's a delay. So, uh, again, shout out to uh, Transy for uh, uh, getting us uh, uh, towards Zoom. But, um, anyways, big thank you to our community, our listeners, new and old, and, of course, our patrons and, and Twitch subscribers and supporters. And, again, if you'd like to support us here at NGNG TV, make sure to check out the links down below, um, the Patreon things uh, as well. Information will be updated in that when and if, when and if the, the mama bear, the beard, will get out here. But even, even then, uh, quick shout-out to all of our, uh, our subscribers. Thank you guys so much. And uh, again, don't forget, uh, we did uh, update our store. We have a new store. Make sure to head over there. We do have men's, women's, children's sizes, multiple different colors. Only a select few uh, t-shirts up right now. And then more will be, yeah, more will be added over the coming weeks. Uh, I guess that's a question. Are we going to do a poll for the next Pixel Mech? Do you think that's appropriate? Like put up like, it's going to be an ISM Mech because we just did, we just did the Timberwolf. Uh, like put up like. No, I think we already know what the next one is. Maybe after that. What's, we'll what's, what's the next one going to be? Well, do we want to say? I don't know. Hunchback. Hunchback's next one. So we we are doing the hunch. Okay, so it's going to be the Pixel Hunchback. All right. So we're going to do that, and then you guys can uh, check that out. So uh, anyways, guys, don't forget. And again, this is the T-shirt. And uh, we got a few of them up there. But just head over to NoGutsNoGalaxyStore.com. And uh, guys, this was your local No Guts, No Galaxy Mechware podcast signing off for tonight. This is Phil. And this is Darren. Until next time, Mech Warriors.